1: Penalis park no matter how long you've been away from the church jesus will always welcome you back he loves you no matter what
0: portions of this hour have been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time odyssey the following program was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time up next is fresh wind radio sponsored by love first christian center
1: it's time for dr jomo cousins on fresh wind radio the mission is for us to be
2: happily ever after. That's right. So for us to manifest that, we have to have a mission, which, which we are both willing to submit to. Now, I will only, she will only submit to the level I submit to Christ.
3: That's good. You can't
2: have a double stand and say, well, That's you need good. to
3: submit to me, but
2: you ain't submit to Christ Last week, we started our series, The Blueprint of a Successful Relationship. And we started with part one being vision. Uh, today, we're going to deal with communication, and we'll go deeper at our LOP conference at the end of the month, because uh, even the first service, we ran out of time because there's so much information we're trying to disseminate and get to you uh, in a fashion that is palatable. You don't want to put too much information to where the person can't receive it. But last Sunday... Our main text is from Matthew chapter 19, verses 11 and 12. Look at your name and say, we're going to read. It says, but Jesus said, not everyone is mature enough to live a married life. It requires a certain aptitude and grace. grace. Marriage isn't for everyone. Some from birth seemingly never give marriage a thought. Others never get asked or accepted.'" And some decide not to get married for kingdom reasons. But if you are capable of growing into the largest of marriage, do it. Four things that we learn from this. Four things. First off, maturity. You, you, you can't be a kid. Uh, the Bible says, when I was a child, I spoke as a child and I acted like a child. But now, everyone said we're grown up now. Uh, we're not taking our ball and going home.
3: <laughs>
2: Some of y'all just take your ball and go to the next room. Mm-hmm. Uh, a certain aptitude, ability to grow and learn, a capacity to learn. Grace. Oh, God. Everyone say grace. You don't deserve it, but you get it. Yes. Capable of growing. I, I read a, a scripture this week I should have put in there last week, but I, I want to give it to you and go. 2 Peter 3. 2 Peter 3, 18. Church, let's read this together. Rather, you must grow in In grace grace and and knowledge knowledge of our our Lord Lord, and Savior Jesus Christ. Christ. Uh, Grace is not a part of your package. This is an area you must develop and grow in. Grace is not something that comes to you naturally. Last night, uh, our our, our baby (sighs) boy was building this huge robot. His mama got him for Christmas, I believe it was Christmas. Yes. And she said, babe, can you spend some time with, with Josiah and help him build his robot? So <laughs> I said, okay. Uh, Josiah takes away, takes all the parts out and spreads them all. He just dumps them. So I said, before we start, son, let's get organized. And, man, he threw a fit. I mean, he's just,
1: oh, I can't take it. What are you
3: doing? I
2: like my – so he likes to find every piece
3: every box. time he just wants to dump all the pieces and just so I said no son we got to have order baby
2: boy we got to have structure and and after I helped him and I found the mistake and I helped him he didn't even say thank he gave me no grace
3: and Jomo said you don't have to say thank you to me you don't have to and I said oh no you have to say thank you because I didn't raise a son that's not polite so then he said thank you
2: now I can understand that for my 10-year-old. But some of you are full-grown babies. How you act and how you respond, how you treat each other. Right. Look at your neighbor and say, I don't know who he's talking to. Right. But he might be talking to you. (sighs)
3: Ah. (laughs) <laughs> you want to always assume a positive intent as yeah. Pastor Jomo would say I used to well I still do this I'll think the best of the situation because I know that as a wife and a mother you have to just do certain things and you tell them all the time okay pick up your stuff you know I don't say that to Pastor Jomo I'll just do it but it still doesn't make you feel good if you're doing it all the time. So I'll say, Oh, he must've been really tired in my mind. Oh, he must've had a really hard day. He must not be feeling well, you know, because in my mind, if I think about it like that, then it's easier for me to do the things that I need to do.
2: Matthew, (laughs) Matthew chapter 11, verse 15. (laughs) The message Bible says this.
3: Are you listening to me? Really listening to me? What? Now don't nudge your neighbor through this whole sermon yeah. because you can. Yes. But we all have to grow in our communication. L- look at skills, say, look amen. His
2: yeah. Everyone say grow. Okay, so don't nudge your neighbor. Don't say he's talking to you. Let's just let's just go through this process. Mm. Mm, okay. That's what
3: you do. <laughs>
2: lifestyle website yourtangle.com pulled 100 mental health professionals and found communication problems. Praise God was yes. cited as the most common factor that leads to divorce, 65%. Followed by a couples' inability to resolve conflict, for 3 percent The survey also found that men and women have different communication complaints. 70% of the experts surveyed said that men cite nagging mm. and complaining as the top communication brothers. Don't say nothing right now. Communication problem in their marriage. Women's top complaint was that their spouse doesn't validate.
3: Validate. Their-
2: their opinions, mm, or feelings, feelings
3: enough. En- okay. All right. According to what was that percentage?
2: 83%. Wow. Now, this is what the survey says. But let's go to the Bible. Let's see what the Bible says about a woman.
0: <laughs> about
2: Y'all ready to read this all? <laughs> it is better to live in a corner on the housetop on the flat roof, exposed to the weather. Been in a house shed with a quarrelsome, contentious woman.
3: That's the word. That's
2: the word. Okay, let's read the message Bible. Mm-hmm. Better to live alone in a tumble-down shack than to share a mansion with a nagging spouse. That's what the word you says. You know,
3: that's nagging. What,
2: what, that's the, what, that's the, what the word. Now, now this nagging. is not nagging.
3: There and nagging most me. people consider nagging your wife repeating things over and over and over again. Amen. So if I told you one time and then I have to tell you again and then I have to tell you a third time and a tenth time was there any listening going on? See, we don't need you just hear. We need you to listen. And if we feel like you don't have understanding, then you may consider that nagging.
2: Now, let's, let's be clear. <laughs> I'm looking at the audience. I feel a lot of heat being directed at me. See, you ain't got to talk to me. we talking to them. But you see how she's talking to me with like, a side, like, like, it's like, you know, but that's all right. Yeah, that is first the word. Peter, Proverbs first, 21, that's the word. Says that, that is that's, the, that's word. the word. That's the, the word.
3: word
2: first heaven and earth will pass away but the word will remain in the beginning <laughs> was but the
3: word and the word was with god and well make the sure word we is god. God. clear yeah okay first
2: peter th- first, peter, first three.
3: peter 3 7 says in the same way you husbands live with your wives in understanding way with great gentleness and tact and with an intelligent regard for the marriage relationship, as with someone physically weaker, since she is a woman, show her what and what.
2: Whoa, 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 as I, a whoa, whoa! whoa what? Where's all this? I ain't getting no participation. Y'all all you all in symmetry and stuff. I mean,
3: as a, and you know, this is really good as a fellow heir. In the grace of life, so that your prayers will not be what? (laughs) Okay. So we don't want your prayers to be hindered. So, do you?
2: With that being said. He's saying, I ain't giving you all these units. You give me a whole bunch no, of, not, I feel, I feel like, looking. I feel like. No, I, I mean, that, that, that's I all right. I call
3: you Lord.
2: And you are right. <laughs> we, we have to be cognizant that whatever we're going through, she's important to God. Now, she may not be important to you at that moment, but she's important to God.
3: That's good, babe.
2: And how you treat her, God will deal with you based on how you treat her. So though it may not seem fair, because you might just got cussed out, right? but since God has called us to be the priests and the leaders, we got to lead. It is not fair. If you're waiting for it to be fair... It ain't happening. Right. Because truth, truth. Eve ate the fruit. There was no consequence. Study the word. She ate the fruit, no consequence. As soon as homeboy ate the fruit. Oh, he... <laughs> Meaning, I have learned that. You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins, senior pastor of Love First Christian Center. Riverview, Florida. Hello, family. I'm so excited to come here today and discuss all the amazing things that God is growing. My latest book, Prayer Life, The Conversation, has officially launched, and I can't wait for you to get it in your hands. In this book, I share my journey on the power of prayer. I talk about how it became known as the prayer guide. I speak on the 18 reasons for unanswered prayer. 10 Conditions for Answered Prayer, 5 Benefits of Daily Prayer, Hannah's 5 Keys to Her Prayer of Success, Hezekiah's 7 Step Prayer Model, and the sevenfold Ways to Pray to Get Answers. Throughout this book, I even do a daily journal to where you can log your conversation with God. Get this book in your hands. You can get it from Amazon.com or JomoCousins.com. Again, JomoCousins.com. Get your book today. Give someone the gift of prayer. God bless you. It's Pastor Jomo.
1: Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712 432
2: the beginning sin comes in and god says part of the consequence of sin was now you submit to your husband right but that's not your nature it has to be your choice because see the eve in you wants to take stuff over Mm -hmm. and if you're not cognizant
3: you have to be careful
2: you will be careful and you will tear your house up because that's Mm -hmm. who you are Meaning, not in a negative, I'm saying you're a leader. God made you co-equals. Part of the curse right. was that you have to submit to your husband. Now, if you don't understand submission, you forgot the mission. Right. See, if you get the mission, then you will have submission. The reason you fight mis- submission is you don't know the mission. The mission Amen. is for us to be happily ever after. That's right. So for us to manifest that, we have to have a mission which, which we are both willing to submit to. Right. Now, I will only, she will only submit to the level I submit to Christ.
3: That's good. You can't
2: have a double standard and say, well, That's you need to good. submit to me, but you ain't submitted to Christ. Submission must be modeled.
3: That's good.
2: And when you model it, you can receive it because, see, you can't get the fruit off a seed you didn't sow. So you want someone to submit to you, but you're not submitting to Christ. Right. That's called double-minded. And the Bible says, unstable in all his ways. So you have to understand Show me your submission.
3: Right. It's also the way, well, we want to show them the, the New Living Translation for <laughs> First Peter. The only, well, the difference in the wording is it says she is your equal partner in God's gift Hallelujah. of new life. So we just wanted to show you the two different translations.
2: There's an escape song. Is it escape or TLC?
3: It's escape. What I need from you is
2: <laughs> It's simple what's... as and what? That's a life in the pit what's... of hell.
3: It is. It's not easy. It's that's not a life in the pit it's... of hell.
2: That's why you need to stop listening to music. Easy. That what's... ain't the Bible. It ain't easy. Communicate is not. Understand is not easy.
3: It's not. What's really, what (laughs) we have to understand as wives is your husband will gravitate to honor and respect. Oh
2: boy, let me deal with this. So when you're
3: communicating with your husband, if you think about him as you communicating something to Jesus, how would you respond to Jesus? How would you, because it's not about what you're saying, it's how you say it, it's your tone.
2: Yes, Jesus. Now, let me, let me, go ahead, go ahead, sister, go ahead, sister. What you I was going to say good. was. You good. I,
3: I, <laughs> I was, I was watching this show on Netflix called um, The Last Kingdom. I love fighting, you know, like kind of like war type movies. But it was, it's called Last Kingdom. And I noticed when the queen was talking to the king, when she really wanted his ear, she didn't just call him Lord. She called him Lord King. And then he would turn his head. But it was not because of her opinion that he listened. It was because of the honor and the respect. So make sure that you're doing that in your home, because if you find even in yourself, if you find when other people are giving you compliments that you're drawn to them, that means that's something that you're lacking at home. Mm. if you find that your husband is more drawn to people that will sit and listen to him, you need to figure out whether you're doing the same at home. Cause maybe he's not getting your ear. You're, you're not getting his ear because of the way you communicate to him. We need to deal with our spouses. According to knowledge. Amen. You were,
2: yes, I'm about to go there. Love. Um, she said, how she spoke to me. The Bible says in in Proverbs chapter 7, it speaks about the harlot, the prostitute, the chick on the side. What? Whatever you want to call it. The Bible says she caught him with her words. Mm. You get more with honey than you get with vinegar. Judges, I believe it's chapter 16, we have the brother named Samson, the baddest man on earth. In verse 1, it says, and he went into a harlot. Then a couple of verses later, Delilah catches him, and she starts talking to him. Hmm. Talked to him so good, that brother fell asleep in her lap.
3: How He was at peace with her.
2: Well, Well, again, she... Samson had all the sex he wanted. Sex wasn't going to get him. It's how she spoke to him. Some of you are coming at the wrong angle. Because Samson, if you study Samson, Samson had everybody, anybody he wanted. So that wasn't going to draw him, and that wasn't going to keep him. It's how she spoke to him, and he told her his secret you can get a man to tell you a secret based on how you talk to him.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So question, how are you talking? Right. And here's the thing is, you can't get lazy in your talking. The same game you used in the beginning. The se- Because see, you get lazy with your words. You... Okay, Pastor, what you mean, girl? That orange right there? Ooh, ooh.
3: You like it?
2: What? I ain't seen no orange so good in my life. I mean, is it like a real orange? You got juices on it too. You know what I'm saying? The Bible says, "Oh, taste and see." <laughs> I'm we just saying,
3: are in church.
2: What? Nowhere to start, but in church, in the beginning. <laughs> What's the word?
3: <laughs>
2: I'm just saying. I, I'm, I'm just saying. You look good to me.
3: You know, it's really good. Real good.
2: <laughs> so I'm just.
3: It's really good that you mentioned that because a lot of times. <laughs> Women will, you find yourself talking down to your husband because you're trying to protect him in some way in your mind. You're trying to protect him from something. You see him about to make a mistake or something. So you're, babe, don't do that. Don't, and you hear, you hear it all the time. Coaching. Right. You know, you're like the backseat driver. Don't coach me. And your husband is receiving it like you're treating me like a child. And I was listening to a pastor um, recently, and he said, it's okay, wives, to allow your husband to make a mistake, not to the devastation of your family or anything and not say anything, but it is okay to be quiet. Joyce Myers told this story once about her and her husband, and she was telling him, okay, make a left here. Okay, turn here. Okay, slow down here. Oh, do you see the red light? Okay, stop, Lord stop, Jesus. babe, stop right here. Man, do you see the car hurts. in front of you? you? The car in front of you is pulling, putting their brakes on. Do you, do you see that? Oh, oh Lord, Jesus. you you didn't make the right turn that I told. You. So she said she clearly ho- heard Holy Spirit tell her to shut up.
2: Let, let's stop right here. In the name of Jesus, I want to have a shut up spirit. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, because. Sometimes you think you're helping, but you're not helping. You're yes. causing conflict. So it is okay. That's what U-turns are for. You know? Allow your husband to make a mistake and be there for him when he makes a mistake. And don't say, I told you so.
2: You know. Be it, the
3: supportive wife.
2: It is. Uh, I, have, I have seen in the past where I would see something and I said, babe, I don't think that's a good idea. And it wasn't received. hmm and then God says, Jomo, every now and then you have to allow things to happen. Because that's how people learn. If you try to protect a person from everything in life, right. they'll never learn the lesson. Right. So as a husband, at times you try to protect them and cover them, and all they do is fight you. Like, babe, I already, you know what? And God said, just shut up. Right. And he, he said, you've already prayed for her. That's right. She's already covered. So if she goes the wrong way, I got her.
3: And that's where trusting God comes in. And that's
2: where you have to trust God because, see, oftentimes it's hard to be husband, wife, professor, doctor, lawyer. It's too much. Mm -hmm. And the Bible says often a prophet gets no honor in their own home. That's right. So sometimes you have to back off and say, Lord, I trust you with him. Lord, I trust you with her. Mm -hmm. And believe God. Everyone say trust. Glory to God. James 1.22, look what it says this. This is good. Don't fool yourself into thinking that you are a listener when you are anything but. Letting the word go in one ear and out the other. Act on what you hear. Those who hear and don't act like those who glance in the mirror. Walk away
1: If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the Donate
0: tab. Thanks. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells.